conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. So Parliament now seems to have finally agreed that the new two-part pension system can begin on the 1st of September next year. Under the new system, you'll be able to take some of the money out of your pension. So once a year... As I understand it, you'd be able to withdraw one-third of the money you've paid in in that year. You would not be able to take out the rest of the money. In other words, you can take money from the smaller pot, but not the bigger pot, which will be for your retirement. Christopher Axelson is the Acting Deputy Director General for Tax and Financial Sector Policy at the National Treasury. Christopher, good morning. Thanks for your time. Uh, morning, Stephen. There's been a huge amount of discussion about this. Unions wanted it to happen as early as possible. They wanted it to start early next year. You wanted to delay, I think, until 2025. How did you come to the state, the 1st of September next year? Yes, I think we recognised a lot of the concerns from our proposal of 1 March 2025. I mean, we were more worried about making sure that this implementation wasn't rushed, that everything was in place, that members knew exactly what this new system meant. But of course, you know, we do acknowledge that there is some um, concerns that we need to get this in soon. We've been speaking about it for a few years. So 1 March 2024, which was put forward by the committee, was just quite difficult. Uh, there was, you know, the minister wrote a letter to the committee to say that there were a number of concerns about even getting that date. Um, but 1 September 2024, to the middle of the tax year next year, it looked to be a reasonable in-between point. And the institutions that we've spoken to and the funds that we've spoken to have said that they will be ready by that date. Um, so luckily it was agreed upon and hopefully we can have a smooth implementation. Then. Right, Christopher, I'm going to ask you to talk as loudly as you can, please. It's not a very strong line. Um, uh, the pension funds, the people who manage the money, there's a lot of administration they need to do, right? And that's one of the reasons for the delay. It can't just happen like that. It actually, they, there's regulations that they need to follow to do all of this. How complicated is that? Yes, I hope this is better and I hope you can hear me. Um, it is difficult. It is difficult for these funds to get all of these measures through. It's one of the biggest reforms that we're going to be doing on the retirement side for years. And we changed the tax treatment of contributions in 2016 and we changed um, how Provident Fund benefit payments are paid out in 2021. But this is by far a much bigger uh, change to the entire system. So it is complicated for those administrators. We haven't promulgated the legislation yet, so the legislation isn't quite in place, but we have had a round of draft legislation for them, um, and there are lots of different moving parts. There are the, the current benefits that you will have, have had up until September, and then there are these new benefits and these two new parts that will be going forward, and those administrators need to deal with all of those aspects. So I think the public should hopefully realize it is a complicated reform, um, but 1 September should hopefully be a date where everybody can get everything ready and it will go ahead smoothly. I mean, some of them might actually not be able to sort out all of the admin before then. Are you worried? I mean, is that possible? Are you worried about that? So I'm a little worried, but they have said that they will and that they can. So uh, we really hope that all these funds are ready by then. Um, they mm-hmm. have committed to it. Um, and it'll be a big problem if they're not ready. So our, our assumption is everybody will be ready by one September. Okay. Christopher, a couple of sort of almost uh, questions just to understand this, because we've had lots of calls on the two-part pension system, and just a couple of them off the top of my head, a couple of queries which keep coming back. 
I want to make sure of this. So when you pay your money in every year to your pension, so at the end of the month money goes into the into your pension fund, when you take out the money from the smaller pot, that money that you can take out, is that only money you've put in in the last year? It's not money that was put in before. Is that right? Well, it depends. So it, it can't be money before 1 September 2024, but... If you've put in money into the savings part, which is the one-third of your contributions, if you don't take that money in that year and you leave it there for a year and you leave it there for the second year and you leave it there for the third year, then you can take the full amount out of that savings part uh, in the third year, all the contributions you've made for those three years, if you want to. But we would hope it's only for emergencies and if you really, really need it. And that's only from the small part, the big part stays? The big part will need to stay until retirement. Yes. And then if you um, leave your job, and now currently I think in many cases you can access your full pension. So people do this, which is one of the problems, but they'll take their full pension. So now after this reform, so after the 1st of September next year, if you leave your job, can you still take your bigger pot or is that always untouchable until retirement age? So at the moment, all the contributions before 1 September 2024 will still be under the old rules. So if you were to leave your job, you can still take all the amount that you've contributed from before 1 September when you resign from your job. But any future contributions from after 1 September, you cannot take when you resign or are retrenched. You will need to, that will stay in the system until retirement, but you can, of course, take the one-third savings. Uh, Okay, so there would be a situation where now, if you get fired, if you lose your job and you're, say, 50, you'd be able to take your full pension. Um, Once this reform comes, you would not be able to do that. And that might mean you would have to wait until, what, retirement age before you can access the second part. Yes, and that's why the the savings part is crucial, that we need to educate members that this really is for emergencies. So people should try and keep that money in there, and then if they were to resign and they can take that one-third savings part if they need any funding. So, I mean, you could have people who have no money except for the money in their pension pot and are basically waiting just for a birthday. Why a birthday? Well, they, <laughs> it doesn't have to be on the birthday if they take that no. amount, but they can take it whenever, yes. No, 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 but they're waiting to reach retirement age, so someone could you know, stop working at 58 for whatever reason, they lose their job. So they stop working. They take out the money that they can take out from the first pot. But the money from the second pot is still not touchable until retirement age. Yes, that's correct. I mean, we have spoken with Labour about potentially looking at a phase two where under very, very strict circumstances, there might be access to that pot, but only under very, very strict circumstances. The problem in our current system is that because we have this ruling where everybody can take the full value of their pension when they resign, then nobody actually saves for retirement. So our retirement outcomes are actually very, very poor because all that cash is taken before retirement. So it's a huge improvement in the system to preserve more money to force people to keep it to retirement. But because this is phased in and all the previous funds can still be taken when anybody resigns, we don't think that that exact example that you're talking about will happen within the next few years. But we have mentioned with Kisatu and Labour that we will look at very, very, very tight, tight circumstances where there might be access to that part. But that's not part of these proposals today at all. 
Christopher Axelson, thank you very much indeed. Acting Deputy Director General for Tax and Financial Sector Policy at the National Treasury.